Emerge, a media creators co-op in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. What's up, dude? This is Tank speaking into a microphone here out of Emerge Media Creators Co-op. Welcome back to Tank Talk after a tremendous weekend. So some would say last week was uh, the final finals week with the NBA finals coming to an end, NHL Stanley Cup coming to an end. Uh, and then to cap it off, we had a uh, happy belated Father's Day to all the dads out there. Uh, happy Juneteenth today. Everyone got the day off from work. Well, most of us at least. Uh, and then also, congratulations to Win- Wyndham, right? I believe so. Wyndham Clark, U.S. Open champion. America. Oh. That's right. It was a rough day uh, Saturday on the putter. Uh, we can get into it a little bit later. But um, to my left, I am joined by the one and only Brother Bren. Brennan, what's going on, man? Looking a little red, just like the ball on my shirt here. I, uh, oh, yeah. A little bit too much sun, just a tad. Let's see, for us bald guys, yeah, it's kind of rough. It's like, normally, I'm obviously, you can see, for those that follow along, I'm a big hat guy, but when, once that sun comes out for the first time, you got to keep take off it the off, hat. you know what I mean? Can't have that tan line across the initial burn. bald-ass head. And then, of course, we have Maranto on the ones and twos. There's no camera on him right now, but welcome to the show, Maranto. Hello. Welcome. <laughs> How was your Father's Day weekend? It was good. Nice. Good street, you yeah. I watched the PGA. I watched uh, some soccer last night. USA beat Canada for a championship. That was good. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. What was that again? That was the... Team USA men's beat Team Canada for CONCAFA, which Con-Kefa, is... Don't ask me what that stands for. Well, the... Okay. The biggest prize in all soccer, whichever one the U.S. won. Yeah. Uh, well, no, not really. But <laughs> <laughs> hey, a win's a win. They that's got right, a trophy. That's, right. that's third year in a row for that tournament. Well, speaking of big wins, uh, yeah. today's show is a big win. What? Big hockey show today. Hockey? Not normally. No, not normally. But when we have some expertise coming into the show, there's no way we could turn it down, right? We can't. So let's not keep our guest waiting um he i want to say created next level hockey next level all by himself boom (laughs) 12 years of coaching experience played at the professional and collegiate level ladies and gentlemen tim madsen tim welcome to the program man Great to be here, guys. Let's let's turn this into a hockey show. Well, <laughs> this is why we brought you. This is one of the many reasons. Uh, obviously, because you're Tim Madsen. You know what I mean? That's number one. But number two, you got to put us on to the game, man. Yeah, it's uh, – it's, I've been here to 12 or less, 15 years, something like that. Mm-hmm. And I think this is a hockey town. Okay. It's tough to say that right now in a football show, primarily when, when especially when the Bills are awesome. Yeah, but this time. I still age, think yeah. this is a hockey town. <laughs> well, so. before before we get into all the sports and everything, um, 
it's it's so weird because like a week or two ago, I don't know how this guy keeps doing this. It was our one year anniversary show, Tim, and somehow this guy sent us a bottle of champagne. Just popped out of nowhere, and uh, same situation happened today. Um, I don't know how he got this here. I think he meant to send it to you, but he sent it over here. Uh, I don't know if you could read that. It says, uh, <laughs> says uh, to Tim from Nick. Smiley face. face. An ice cold oh. ball light. <laughs> what? what? So uh, that's always been Nick's drink of choice. <laughs> <laughs> he said he said it had to be Bud Light because you're a hockey guy. I guess that's what the hockey guys do. But you're here to educate us today on that, right? Yeah, no, Nick's a good man. I met him playing uh, beer league at Dwyer Arena 15 years ago, and I was wondering who this guy was. I'm like, he can barely skate. But oh, oh. He, but but he always found a way to score. So finally, okay. I'm like, that sounds like him. I'm like, I'm like, dude, you like, I've never seen a guy like this who can't skate, but you score every game. And we hit it off pretty good there. And yeah, Nick's Nick's a good man and a good friend. Yeah, solid guy, solid guy. For the most part, his jokes uh, still 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 less room to grow there. But overall, good guy. They all can't be home runs though. You know, you're right. That's a good point. Uh, uh, he thinks they're funny. So that's all that matters. As long as he's happy, yeah. we're happy. Shout out Nick, hey. man. Shout yeah, out Nick. We love you, Nick. Um, but all right, let's get into it, uh, Tim. Uh, how did this journey with hockey begin? And um. Feel free to share your playing experiences with us and our uh, fine listeners at home. Sure, sure. I'll give you a brief uh, brief history lesson here. So I grew up in Minnesota, which is the hockey hotbed of the country, and played junior hockey and then played college hockey at NU, actually, up the road here. Shout out. It always ties back to either NU or Buffalo, doesn't it? It's, it's, yeah, it's crazy. Always. And then when I got done playing – I got right into coaching, coached uh, one year of junior. Then I came back to ANU and I was an assistant for seven years. And then I left, went back to Minnesota and I coached for four more years in junior and college. Then my wife and I said, that's enough of chasing that. She's from here. I love it here. We moved back. <clears throat> I started a, a, a company called Next Level Hockey that we – uh, it's really hard to explain. I explain it a different way every time, but we basically uh, advise hockey players on their on their career. Uh, we do no pro stuff. It's all on the amateur side. So um, there's this thing in hockey called junior hockey, which is different than every other sport. So it's really tricky to navigate through. So we help players and families through that uh, as they pursue their college dreams. That's amazing to hear. And it's like, you, I mean, even you mentioned it, you come to the realization that this is a hockey town and uh, an outlet, an opportunity like that for the young players is is phenomenal. And that, that's amazing that you started that there. Um, Tim, Brennan has a quick question here. Yeah, so actually a little birdie was talking to me about a, <clears throat> an intermission story. Nick. <laughs> yeah, back at no, your yes. – No, it w- was not Nick. Okay. It's just a little birdie. Yeah, I think he mentioned it was back at your time with the Minnesota Wilderness, if you could uh, elaborate on that. Yes, great story. So when when I left here after coaching at NU, I went out to Minnesota and I was coaching junior hockey. And <clears throat> Nick 
our good friend Ryan Gale from from St. Catharines and our good uh, friend uh, Christian Glowinski who works with the Golden Knights down at T-Mobile Arena now. Shout out. They all three still lived here, and they flew out and spent a weekend with me for our home opener. And I grabbed our um, PR lady that did all the intermission stuff, and they got randomly selected to go out in between periods for the intermission show, and they put – they took turns going in a slingshot and they'd sling them all the way across the ice and they would have to knock over bowling pins. And, uh, Christian Glowinski and Ryan Gale both got strikes and and Nick knocked over one pin shocker. Oh, Oh. sounds about it. You know, this guy, you can never count on him. You know, I, (laughs) I'm glad we came back to win the game because it was one of the lowest moments of my coaching career. <laughs> really embarrassed and and leave it know. to Nick. Leave it to Nick. You know, I think uh, I I don't know if he remembers it. I think he. I would assume he barely does because those guys had a heck of a time. But yeah, that was a story we'll never Ooh. forget. I wish I I wish I got you guys a picture of it to put up on the screen. I wish I had one of them oh, already. Man, we would have loved that. We were next time. Next time, if you get, if you could ever find it and dig it up, I was about to say we'll you gotta more, find it. We'll be more than happy to pull it up on the screen here for everyone to see. <laughs> Perfect. Um, but going away from your saddest moment of your coaching career, uh, let's talk about what led you and your passion to coach the game after playing. And um, was it always a dream career of yours? And uh, how did that translate into next level hockey? Well, I knew I wasn't good enough to play in the NHL, so oh, man. I love the game so much, and it's, it's always such a big part of my life that the logical step would be to give coaching a try, and I got into it, fell in love with it, and I mean, I'm th- almost 39 years old, and I'm lucky enough to say I've never gotten a paycheck outside of the game of hockey, and I never played in the NHL, so that's something I'm proud of. Yeah, that's quite a little um, pat on the back, don't you think? Big pat on that, for sure. sure. So, uh, but something I'm really proud of um, because I love the game so much and love helping players and loved helping players when I coached and and the business that I'm in now, there's a big piece of the, I can get my coaching fix on plenty right now um, just with helping mentor these kids through their hockey journey. So it's, it's really gratifying and fun. It's amazing to hear. It's amazing to hear. Brandon, you got another question for uh, Tim here? Yeah, so actually you were talking about being a player and a coach for the collegiate level. What do you think about the NILs and just how it's all evolved from since you played to now? It's interesting times for sure. Hockey's an interesting sport um, compared to you know college football, college basketball. It's not necessarily a revenue sport. Um, and – it's starting to happen in our game um, where some of the quote unquote bigger schools are able, able to provide some things for, for the players. Um, I like it because I think if the schools are making money off of the players, they deserve something out of it. But right, right. I also don't know if I love all of it because I think the rich are going to continue to get richer mm-hmm. and you're going to end up crushing the little guys. Um that works so hard to build their programs too. So um, I guess I'm kind of 50, 50 on it, but I, I think especially in those big time sports like football and basketball, 
with the amount of money that they make, I think those guys deserve something out of it. Right. So, I mean, how, how do we get hockey to get on that level? You know what I mean? Because these guys, they need the money too, right? They need the recognition. Well, it costs a lot of money to run a hockey program. Um, I mean, hockey sticks nowadays, you can't find one for under $300. Jeez Louise. And, and no know, wonder why our brother stopped playing. He was like, oh, I feel bad. He was a goalie, pretty. too. Yeah. <laughs> even worse. Yeah. yeah. You're a goalie, even worse. Um, you know, I think it's a growing game. It's the hard part with hockey is it's so expensive, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of markets out there in different pockets of the country where it's really hard to get it going because because um, it costs so much money to play. Right. And right. just to keep up with everybody else, you're spending more more money. It's become a, a year-round sport. Every weekend in the summertime, people are going out to tournaments. It's it's really challenging, and I, I fear that the game pricing itself out a little bit of, of growing. Um, but it's a great game. And hopefully that calms down a little bit and, and it can continue to grow. Yeah, I definitely agree. And I feel like uh, what you're doing with next level hockey, I mean, is you're going to really help that cause as well. But um, speaking of, I mean, we kind of, you kind of mentioned the golden Knights. Um, so they're now in possession of uh, old Lord Stanley for the first time in a franchise's history after an incredible season. Uh, what made them so dominant? Now let's let's get into the hockey brain a little bit, a little more of the analytical side. Uh, what made them so dominant in the Stanley Cup final to end the Cinderella run for the eight seed Panthers? See, we're not a big hockey show, but we know our stuff a little bit, Tim. Okay, at least we try to. <laughs> we try to keep up. I can tell. You do. I can tell. Um, you know, the game. There's not a lot of fighting in the game anymore. And it's become much more skill, speed, making plays based. Um, but every year, the team that wins a cup ends up being bigger, heavier. Um, like I think Vegas is average. The average size on their decor was six two, six three. I don't know if they had a guy under under six foot. And that's so, off skates too, right? Because I mean, how much they the measurables are a little taller on the, on the ice too, right? Yeah, for sure. Add another three, add another three inches to that. So, mm. um, but the the competitiveness, like <clears throat> I don't know if it's a sore subject to bring up on here, but oh boy, here we go. Jack Eichel was a totally different player in the playoffs this year than he was when he was in Buffalo. Played harder, was more competitive, and played heavier, like the rest of their team did. So obviously, their team bought into the Kool Aid that the coach was serving them. Okay, yeah, I, I wouldn't say it's for me at least. It's not as sore of a subject because I was always a Jackie Aces fan, right? So when he kind of left, I'm like, ah, the Sabres kind of stink. I might be jumping on the wagon. And now that they won the cup, uh, I'll admit to it. I might be a fan. <laughs> we'll also remember I, that was the year we got uh, kicked out of the number one spot for McDavid. Oh, yeah. When we got him. Maybe, it's, maybe so the, It could have been a whole different story. Maybe the ties could have shifted. We're speaking with uh, – Tim Madsen here. Um, so helping the youth reach the next level is essentially driving force uh, for next level hockey in your line of work. Could you tell us a little more about that process and what you would recommend to the next generation listening right now? Sure. Um, it's I'm sure like any sport in that there's a lot of options out there. 
but if you're if you're smart and thorough and, and not to be Mr. Cliche here, but if you understand that the game is a process and you got to take it one year at a time, the, the biggest uh, challenge that we run into, and there's we got seven other guys that work with Next Level Hockey as well. Um, so we all have uh, players that we work with, and the biggest challenge is everybody's worried about everybody else and trying to keep up with the Joneses. So it's like, well, why did he make that team? I'm better than him. Or why is he going to this showcase and not me? I should be going to that instead of just worrying about yourself and your process to, to get to where you want to get to. And that's probably the biggest challenge we run into every single day. And um, the, the ones that are willing to be open-minded uh, to listening and, and taking your advice uh, are going to save a lot of money along the journey. We've saved families in three years. We, I opened this three years ago. Mm-hmm. We've saved families over half a million dollars just on hockey decisions alone. That's unbelievable. Um, <laughs> just something as simple as someone's begging you to go to this. Well, how about you go to this one? It's an hour from home. This one's a flight in a hotel and you're going to get the same value. So go to this one instead. So you're giving them advice you just saved the family 2000 bucks just from traveling. So, yeah. Yep. So, um, there's a lot of different like pieces at our company, a lot of different angles that, that we help families with. And the big one is the financial piece to try to save them money. Cause there's just like anything, there's good events and there's propaganda out there in this game and you gotta be smart what you do. Cause, um, if you make the wrong decision, you're just throwing your money in the dumpster. Yeah, that's unbelievable. And then um, you kind of touched on, uh, like, not even just helping the families financially, but what would you recommend to the next group of uh, kids that want to get into hockey and um, just from, like, a skill set? And even just, like, they they see the pros on TV. They don't really fully understand how they got there, essentially. Um, mm-hmm. They think it's just, okay, This is they play hockey. This is what they were given to. And. Uh, took advantage of the schools they went to and everything in the programs. Uh, what would you say to those kids that you you kind of want to tell them, like, okay, there's more to it, like the hard work you got to put in yourself, and what is that pathway for them to becoming one of those pros that they see on TV? I, great question. I, I think you have to be – you have to be obsessed might not be the right word, but you have to love the game so much that – you're willing to put in all that extra work to, to develop and, and continue to get better and better as your journey goes on. But at the same time, you also have to understand, you also have to be a kid right. and you don't have to play seven days a week, 12 months a year, go play football, go get in some trouble, go get dirty, um, go hang out with your buddies. It's okay to have a life away from the game, but when it's go time for the game, I just find that the kids that, again, I want to say the word obsessed, that they love it. They love the game so much. They're obsessed with it and the training and watching NHL games on TV, learning, loving the game. I feel like, yeah, I feel like obsession is the right word. I didn't mean to cut you off there, but I, I do feel like they need that kind of driving force, not to even just be like a fan of it, but they want to find that obsession and, you know, put that work in to get there. Couldn't, couldn't agree more. Like I, 
I wasn't talented enough to get to play college hockey just on the, the talent alone. I had to be obsessed and uh, I'll use that word for myself, obsessed with, with loving the game so much that I, I outwork so many people. And that's how I earned my opportunity to play division one hockey. And so that's always kind of been my attitude with it. And every kid's different. Some kids are naturally talented enough where they can do it anyways, but those are the one percenters. Right. And I feel like kids, once they, some of them, once they fail, I mean, even adults too, um, they think it's, it's the end of the world, but it depends what, what they do with that failure will determine their progress and their, uh, and their drive, so to speak. So they got to learn how to fail before they succeed. Most of them essentially. I love it. It's, I've said the same thing, <clears throat> especially to parents, like, I'll give you an example. A kid gets healthy scratched mm-hmm. and mom and dad call and they're freaking out. And I'm like, that's okay. I'm like, I kind of like that. Let's see how he comes back. Let's see if he pouts about it and it's going to affect him for 10 games negatively or if he's going to man up, put the work boots on and figure it yeah, out because yeah. life isn't fair, just like this game. Um, people don't like hearing that sometimes, <laughs> but that's how my company operates and we tell the truth and we tell them how we think it is and try to help mentor them that way. Yeah. And that's, that's essential too. Um, like you, you got, you need that person or that you need to be surrounded by those group of people that are going to tell you something that you don't want to hear. Right. Um, and I believe Maranto has a question too, real quick. Uh, hey, I, how you doing? So this is Rich. I'm off. I know you can't see me, but, uh, I was involved coaching a lot of soccer and that was the, the biggest problem that I ran into was getting parents to understand, um, you know, this is this is this Bob's decision or is this your decision? <laughs> like trying to get sometimes the parents were more passionate than the kid and the kid would understand why he wasn't the starting forward or the starting left back or whatever. But the mom and dad didn't. And it was and I'm sure that's probably and there's an as you can probably advise and I'm guessing in soccer locally you know with all the travel and the premiere and all that stuff that we have now um just a lot of bad players out there you know like in terms not the players themselves but the players that are running these organizations that uh it sounds like your company tries to help them navigate the parents and the families and the kids navigate that um is that is that a big part of what you guys have to kind of do it is and and it's it's a big part of it, actually. Um, I, I think when people sign on with us, it's not really the intention. But as time goes on, you end up being a parent advisor just as much as a player advisor. And they love their kids so darn much and want the best for them. But it goes back to what you talked about earlier with letting them fail a little bit. That love sometimes overtakes that piece of it and they have a really hard time not all of them of course Mm -hmm. but a lot of them have trouble understanding that that's actually going to make them better um and not just in hockey but again to be cliche a cliche uh, machine here in life as well because sports and in life you can give a thousand examples where you you run into adversity and you got to deal with it yeah yeah you got to face a one-on-one for sure and uh, learn and grow from that um yeah that was a that was a great topic, and you had some great answers for us there in terms of just like, because it's not even like you mentioned, it's just not even for hockey. It's that's like that's like life in general, and they can incorporate that into other sports they're playing as well. 
But um, speaking of other sports, uh, Tim, we appreciate your time here, obviously, um, and your busy schedule. Uh, we're mainly a football show, as we kind of spoke before we got on the air. Um, so we can't let you get out of here without asking you um, who your favorite team is and if if you're in the NFL football, um, if you have any cool or, like, funny NFL experiences you had, uh, please feel share with uh, us and our listeners. I have one one really good story. It's really, really good for me because of who won the game. Mm. But you guys will think it's a good story. So being from Minnesota, I'm a diehard Vikings fan. And last winter, <laughs> Skull. 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 I'm not doing Skull. it. Skull. It hurts my soul. <laughs> I can't do it. So so last winter, two of my uncles flew out for the Bills-Vikings game. Mm. And the main reason to, to fly out here, other than to see myself and my family was to experience the bills mafia oh yeah is every everybody knows it's everybody something. knows how how passionate and awesome it is and so they come out my one uncle wore one of those 1980 or 1990 starter jackets vikings oh, yeah. logo i thought he was gonna get jumped um <laughs> but the fans treated him awesome we had a ton of fun they got the tailgate experience then we get to the game and I forget the exact way it went at the end, but I think Minnesota was winning off that crazy play with Jefferson. As soon as he scored, we left. Thought it was and there over. was 30 seconds left. Thought it was over. And then, then we hear the crowd. We try getting back in the building, and they tell us we can't get back in. So we had to watch the end up on the jumbotron <laughs> from a, the building. From outside. Yeah, that was what, like I I was at that game as well. And that that was one of the most insane games. I've ever seen a person like Justin Jefferson. Literally, it was like it was like watching Madden in real life. He had the X factor on whatever Kirk Cousins was throwing up to him. He was coming down with it. Sorry, brother Brent. I mean that was that was kind of a. It was a great catch though. <laughs> like you can't you can't beat that. Oh, it was. I mean, even he had a few of them. Not even just that one. Yeah. You know, yeah, the whole it was, game. It's it like... was unbelievable. And like I kind of spoke about this earlier, like. Where I, because I, I was at the game, I just mentioned one of the. There was a Vikings fan in our section, and there was like we we're in like the asshole section, or whatever. It must have just been for that game. They were like messing with them and everything, and he wasn't saying nothing. And so I like I'm sitting there low key. I'm like, man, I can feel the momentum shift a little bit. This guy might uh, turn out to be a little happy Vikings fan at the end of the day. So then shit hits the fan of Buffalo, and yeah, the rest was history. So and then real quick too, you're a Vikings fan, um. News from last week, Kirk Cousins is in uh, re-signing his tender in Minnesota. So this is potentially oh. his last year. What do you think is going to happen with the quarterback situation over there? Are we going to get a good season out of Kirk this year, or what's going on? You know, everyone bags on Kirk in Minnesota quite a bit, and yeah, it's tough because statistically he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league, but he, he is. Never won he's, the not lying, he's, never won the he's not lying, Brendan. He's not lying. He's never gotten it done at the end, so I guess I'm being one he of those right now have where I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. That's a tough question. I nice to have a quarterback. You guys know that, so uh, well, we'll see. So, so I'm a Colts fan. Breaking news oh. to new listeners to the show, Tim. Uh, so, 
we had a different quarterback for like the past like seven years. <laughs> yeah, you so, would, you wouldn't know. Yeah, so we're get we we're just getting our hopefully franchise guy now on Anthony Richardson. So hopefully we're gonna get the Josh Allen effect with this guy. But yeah, you're right. I mean, we'll Kirk Cousins okay. We'll see if they can get him over hump this year. What's your thoughts on Dalvin Cook getting released though? That's kind of that's been in the uh, big news market the past like couple weeks since there's nothing really else going on. Honestly, I saw the headline or I saw it on Twitter or something, and I, I don't know why. I don't know what the reasoning is. Do you guys know? I'm I'm rattled by that. I so back in March there was like trade rumors, and they kind of died down because they didn't get a deal done. I really don't know. I, it wasn't the money, right? Because he, he was getting a good paycheck there. I think so. That's why I was so puzzled when I saw that, and I wondered if he said he wanted out or I don't. I don't know. I I know as much as you guys on that, but all yeah. I know is it bothered the living daylights out of me when I saw that being a Vikes fan. Yeah. I mean, that's one of your best players too offensively. It might could have been usage, I don't know, cuz I mean, whenever he did get the ball, he was more than likely to score. Make a big play out of it. But um we really thank you for your time here today, Tim. Um shared a lot of Hockey knowledge. This might be turning to uh, a hockey is, show. I'm gonna see. I'm over here biting my tongue because I think Buffalo's a hockey town. I grew up with <laughs> Buffalo. Um, I've been a big Sabres fan my whole life, even in the rough years. Um, but I, I, and I remember you talked about you know like the way the game has changed. And I remember the Sabres were so built for the future after the lockout, and then oh. uh, then all of a sudden we got to the playoffs that year, and then it was old time hockey again. You know, we had built a team that was for the new NHL and it just, you know, and I still have that bitter taste in my mouth, obviously, but I mean, I've been watching them the Sorry last few it. years and, um, you know, I be, I got to a bunch of games last year and I just can't wait for, I, I think, you know, I, I, I can't wait to see if Buffalo really starts to realize what they've got in this team um, in, in Buffalo with the Sabres. I, I, they're I, group- I want so bad. I want so bad for the bills and the Sabres to be contenders at the exact same time. City will burn Tim to see the city rocking. Tim, we can't have it. The city will burn down. (laughs) You remember much good things going on. You remember quarantine? It's going to be like that again, pal. (laughs) I believe it. (laughs) Yeah, I mean these these guys don't probably remember the you know the 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 Sabers went to the finals and you know against Dallas and you know how 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 behind this team was and then how terrible the off season was. It was like we lost our two favorite children and you know they, they got adopted or something that summer i mean like there's a lot of two people that, players at the time that that never really yeah. kind of bounced there's a lot of buffalo fans that never bounced back from that off those off season decisions and um but i it is exciting and i and i like i how do you like the game now do you like the game more now as it's evolving or what do you miss do you miss hockey of old or do you think there's some mix in the middle uh, I would probably lean more with the mix in the middle. I, I love seeing the skill and the speed. And I think we can get both best of both worlds. Like when I answer the question about the Knights and Panthers, because as much as the game has changed that way, playoff time is still big boy hockey. Yeah, that's for sure. hundred percent. This is the best time of year, for, in my opinion, to watch it. That's when I pretty much get tuned into it. Uh, yeah, they're, they're scrapping a little bit, a little, <laughs> little towards the end. Uh, but can't thank you enough for your time here, Tim. Uh, Hopefully we could have you on again. We had a great conversation about hockey today. You're probably going to be our go-to hockey guy. Anytime, guys. I really <laughs> appreciate it. You guys are great. All right. Really appreciate it again. And uh, we'll find a way to send this out to you. I don't know how – again, I don't know how we got it here or got the ad- addresses screwed up, but um, 
We'll get it to you. Don't worry about it, Tim. Somehow, some way. <laughs> you know what? Still cold. This guy's a magician. We'll send that back up to Nick. Oh, right. there we go. Good idea. We're actually going to – me and Maranta are going up there Thursday, so I might actually just bring it with uh, bring it with us for the road trip. Enjoy. Enjoy, <laughs> boys. All right. Thank you. Everybody, Tim Matson, man. Appreciate it. Thank you, Tim. Thank you. Have a, have a great one. You as well. You too. All right. We're a hockey show now. Tank talk hockey show? I don't know. You tell me. Tanks pucks. Better than my so- my soccer talk, that's for sure. Yeah, that segment didn't last long. Nope. What was it called again? I, I forgot. I blocked no, we it. Left, we left it in the past. It's a, it's a bad memory. It's like you know, you gotta block it out like a concussion. You don't want to think about it anymore. No, that, was, that was good. Nice job with that. That was a good segment. Good guest. Hey, I liked it. Very solid. I mean, he everything he like kind of broke down there with just like uh, so like the traits and everything and the skills these kids. Like are they're trying to implement into them? It doesn't even got to be with hockey. I hate you know? to say it. I mean, you know, like you talk to guys, like you know, that are trying to play at a higher level. You can flip the camera around oh, so yeah. we can see you. De- now. You definitely need you. You definitely need help nowadays. Like to try to do this like the old days and just hope that you're going to make it without really understanding like what's kind of expected of the players today. It's it's going to be tough. Like I, I, I mean, I. I am glad that there's groups out there that, you know, that are really looking out for these kids because there's just too many people that manipulate these guys, um, you know. and it, Yeah, try and to I, make money off yeah, them and stuff. Yeah, I mean, and just, you know, just the way they manipulate players in general in, in travel programs that I've seen in soccer. I mean, I that's the one I know. Um, just j- it's frustrating for me. Like, you know, like, it, you know, like there's a kid and he's like, you know, these organizations run on the salaries that they can collect from these parents. And they're they're playing off these parents' emotions, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, you know, your kids, he's on the team, but he's on Premier B. Mm-hmm. Well, what the heck's Premier B? Like he's either Premier or he's not. Like no, Premier B B is the the to threaten the kids that are on A to keep the kids on A in line. So when that kid in A wants to go play football, you know, like he said, no, 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 we want you to be hockey full time, and and you know. And we talk about this with the combine combine players. How many sports do most of those guys in the combine play in high school, for example? Multiple. Multiple. Track, basketball, yeah. baseball, everything. So to me, everything. like you know, and they're doing it. They're doing it because they want those, not the parents. These organizations are kind of messing with these families because this is how these guys make a living. And I, you know, that's why I'm glad that there's a there it is. You know, it's not a commercial for next level hockey, but. It, it's it's a it's an important thing like that there are organizations that are, that are guiding these kids to make sure that they've got the right that someone's telling them what they hate to hear because they don't want to hear it from their coaches because right. if I say to a player oh you know you're, you know maybe you're like oh that's it I'm going to a different team next year yeah, bouncing around and I experienced that many times in my coaching career so all right well as I mentioned uh, to start the show off last week was the finals finals week. We're going to have nothing to talk about now. NBA and NHL. So that's the show, everybody. Thanks for coming. All right, that's it. I'm just joking. So, season two. <laughs> so let's uh, let's do a little congratulations, shall we? Yeah, go ahead. To the uh, Stanley Cup champions, Las Vegas Knights, if we could pull up the... No, no, the the window. He got lost in the pre-production. To the window. Oh. 
to the wow. To the congratulations, Golden Knights. <laughs> Fucking nine to three. Golly, so yeah, they tough were journey around. after the last those six years, you know, to get to that championship. Well, the owner said, "Hey, we're gonna get it in six years." Did he say six years? He sure did. He did. Jerks. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> it's a, oh, straight up. It's like uh, I mean, I know uh. Duke Clark on Trap Nerd Sports mentions sometimes it's like trouble with these Vegas teams, man, because the sports books out there know everything, and he called his shot for sure. He could have made millions of dollars. So you know what? Six years. Pay me. All right. Hope Maranto's okay. Yeah, I, don't know I think he got to take a. He got to take a grumpy. A grumpy. Mitchell Grumpy. Gr- grumpy Rich. Anyways, oh, anyways um, <laughs> we thought he had an upset stomach or no, something. I, I, I want to put some air conditioning on well, for this. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to pass out. It was it, getting a little hot in here. It's summertime. I, you know I, what I mean? Yeah. yeah, I got too much sun. I'm about yeah, look, to pass look, out. Look at this. Oh, we don't got to wear these no more. Yeah, right. Oh, uh, sorry. I hear my voice enough every day. I don't got to keep hearing it. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, look at it. Boom, son. You can't really see it can't on camera, but golly. Scoot up a little bit. There you go. You know, it kind of tilt your head light. down so we can, you know. All right, feel the burn. Oh. Yeah, yesterday, man, kind of beat yeah. me up a little bit. Um, but yeah, shout out Golden Knights and their dominant Stanley yeah, Cup good for them. Uh, and I'm, I mean, like, hopefully, I, I don't fault Eichel completely. I, I fault there's a lot of go- thing going on with that organization. You know, it's definitely a two way road. Listen to he so. he made some bad choices at the end, but. I don't think the organization did him. I I, I think the whole it was a jumps. terrible experience for everybody. Yes. you know nobody is was perfect in this. They, I think they put too much on him way too early. Yes, should have been the captain after a year and a half. That's my seconds. thing. It's like yeah, how old was he? Like nineteen or something? Yeah, yeah. You give him all this money, you give him the keys to the city. You know, you can say the same thing with Josh Allen, but that's that's different. Little, it's a, it's little a different mature, position. Little, it's a different it's a, sport. Whatever. Yes. Different experience. Yes. But walk in his shoes for a minute. You get drafted to a small city that is mainly just loves their sports. That's that's how the city's driven, right? He gives this yeah. guy millions, millions of dollars, millions, millions of, of dollars. dollars. How would you feel if you were nineteen years old? That would get to your head a little bit, wouldn't it? Yeah, you know. And it's not. And he's been, you know, and he's bars been, open to four a.m. Yeah, come on. He's been propped up for a lot of years, and and there was way too, a lot of expectations on him to perform like way too quick, and and then they put the pressure of that he had to carry this this franchise on his back too, which you know, right. which I you know I don't think was fair to him, and and then but also then he made some weird decisions like making you know being way too commanding with the organization at times, and you know so you know and hopefully he's grown from it. He came back and made a couple stupid comments, but. We as fans also were jerks when he came, you know, oh, when he oh, came to sure. town. Definitely were. But ultimately, the funny thing about it is, everybody who's who's supposed to be the better player than him. Hmm. He told me, Mc, you know, McJesus out up in, out in Edmonton what? up there. Who's the champion? Yeah, and who's got the championship? Not so for good for him, you know, like you know, so that he got there before you know McJesus got. I there. stayed up the whole night to watch him hold that shit up. Yeah, I mean, I would say the team we had around him during that time. It had to be the organization because everyone left. I saw it. I seen that on Twitter the other day. And Evander Kane been in like yep. Look two what happened other with Evander Kane, and he left and went to St. Louis. And, and again, we got Tate Thompson Ryan out O'Reilly. of it. That was Ryan O'Reilly. That was Ryan O'Reilly. But we got Tate Thompson out of it. That's cousin. Like, you know, like, mm-hmm. so we, we, you know, 
I think the organization's learned. I, I, the ownership has learned. They've got better coaches. They got a much better GM now. It's it's a better organization. So you know they got to they they just got to move on from the. Past. And I feel like since it's the same owners with the Bills, they got the Bills doing okay. Now they got to shift their focus to hockey. You know, maybe. Well, we us here at Tank Talk, we're big hockey shows. We mentioned huge. Stuff. We might be Golden Knights fans for the next uh, week or so, but. Stay posted on that. Whoa. I'm going to jump on that bandwagon. I was Stay always a Golden Knights fan. So. Okay. No, I told him. I said straight up. Yeah. I'm hopping the wagon. I'm the wagon? Because this place stinks. Whoa. Wow. Our like, second like guy that? out of town winning the championship, dude. What are okay. we doing? It's probably more than that, honestly. All the, all the role player guys, you wouldn't know. Can we figure it out? But nonetheless could be Golden Knights fans. We shall see. Stay posted on that within the next week or so. But let's uh ch- let's stay in Buffalo though. Yeah, let's, uh, um we need a we need to have a state of the union. What? State of the Bills. The Buffalo. Let's have a state of the Buffalo Bills here. Just a little, little intervention going. No more Golden Knights. Okay. No more Golden Knights. We're moving on. Stay Go- in, stay in Buffalo. Not so Golden Buffalo Bills. Um yeah. So, I literally, I think a day after our show last week, uh, it was a mandatory mini camp. Uh, Stephon Diggs didn't show up. And uh, Coach McDermott, this whole thing spiraled because of his comment. Well, like, why would he say this? I'm very concerned that he's not here right now. I'm very concerned. Shut up. Yes. Okay. And then everyone's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Something's going on there. Just say, uh, you know what? Talk to him tomorrow. Say That's it. it. Talk to him tomorrow. Or just say what he said after th- this fucking news broke out. He was excused from he was excused from practice. Oh, that's it. Everyone be like, okay, maybe he's hurt. Whatever. Everyone forgive and forget. Whatever. Uh, but it turns on. out because if we do a process of elimination, right? Um, why isn't Stefan Diggs a mandatory minicamp? Well, he got paid last year. That's not the reason. Uh, probably not. Um, organization pretty solid. That can't be the reason. No, probably not. Seems like everything there is good. You know, all these players do these other interviews. So feels like everyone's all on the same page. Uh, I would say at the end of last season, he stormed out after that loss. Hmm. Do you think that has something to do with it? Mm. They did get a new offensive coordinator. Hmm. Hmm. Did that have something to do with it? You mean play calling? I'm pretty sure the wide receivers coach is out, too. Hmm. Hmm. Chad Hall, shout out. Great dancer. Thinking something's going on. Something. So there's a couple things that has uh, been hitting the internet waves. Some well, sources. It must be true. Some sources say. What are your sources saying? A couple of different scenarios that could happen. Like you mentioned, uh, Chad Hall not being with the team. He was he was pretty tight with Chad Hall. Uh, not happy that he kind of essentially got the boot. Um, also, being a star player on the offense, wouldn't you ask him? Hmm. That might be your reason. Just wants to say. Ken Dorsey, this is another scenario. 
Well, I am Ken. Uh, he's basically only getting input of the offense from Josh Allen, which obviously you know, that's cool. That's quarterback, you know, okay. Rightfully so. Um, but they kind of kept Stefan out of the loop, and the offense was going to go towards a different direction, so to speak. Allegedly, this is not confirmed nor denied. So now to try to make this one make sense even more, didn't Devonte Adams just uh, make some comments about that with the Raiders? Like, uh, Josh, what are you doing? Do you know who the fuck I am? I'm Devonte Adams. God damn it! Let Jimmy pass it to me. Come on, just let me go down the field. I'll so, catch it. Something with that too, kind of going off, somewhat off track, but with just like with the Raiders. We know Jimmy G ain't known for a deep ball or nothing. Yeah. So I feel like that was, they were implementing that offense towards Jimmy's strengths. But if even Devontae Adams, fucking throw it up, Jimmy. I'll get it. Exactly. He's one of those guys. He has a radius. He'll get it. Diggs, too, which is why it's like, why wouldn't you have a vital piece of your offense in that conversation? Don't know. Um. Top five in targets and something else, too. Might have been yardage or yardage and catches, something like that. But the big stat there is top five in yardage. Or, I mean, not yardage, uh, top five in targets. Was it yards per catch? So, does he want the ball more? (laughs) Yes. I think he wants it in crucial moments that they don't give it to him. I definitely agree with that because we we seen it ourselves at that Bengals game. Yeah. A lot of people forget he missed them like five times. Yeah. He was in the end zone. Wide open. Right, what the fuck you doing, Josh? Get your head out of your ass and fucking that Brittany situation. I'm open. Oh. That brings us to our next scenario. Good transition right there. Uh, Diggs was saying when he was yelling at him on the sideline, pretty much get your head out of your ass, leave that shit for off the field. If the light is too fucking bright, don't show up. This is work. This is what we're here to do. This is what we get paid to do. You're the main singer. We need you. Come on. This shit happens to everybody. Everybody. Get over it. Let's go win a fucking Super Bowl. Hey, man, Josh, grow up. That's what he said. And allegedly, Josh was a little he was a little scary after that. And some people were saying he didn't really speak with them all offseason after that incident. No way. Allegedly. Because no way they did that just for them to be buddy-buddy the first practice he's back. And boom, it's all good. It's all good. Nothing happened. So my thing is, I watched a lot of that footage, and my question for you is like, what you want? Let's just Wh- which the footage? footage of the next day when he's at practice and they're practice? they're yeah, skipping they do down, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. they're yeah. doing the warm ups, they're skipping down the line together That's and French. all that stuff, and they looked like everything was kind of worked out. Part of me really thinks that I think they worked it out. I think those guys worked it out. I think that, I think the meeting that they had on Monday was where it all fell apart. Right? There he is. <laughs> well, I don't I mean, nobody wants to see my ugly face. But, I mean, we want to see you. We want to see you. Come on. <laughs> it's like my, making eye contact. I'm wearing my dark shirt today. I'm like Tom he's, Cruise today. I got my life. He's like fucking <laughs> Wizard of Oz. You just see the head in there. That's it. You know, I mean, <laughs> no, but seriously, don't you think, like, this seemed to be more like his frustrations with 
with the coaches, don't you think? Organization. That that they because because Josh doesn't make the call. He can he can change things up, but like it seems like the plays, right? It seems to be like that was what the report that I read, yeah. Boston Globe or whatever it was in, was that he doesn't like some of the stuff, and that was like what I think they got into a fight about on Monday. One reason why I kind of that's a good, you're I do agree with you. I mean, uh, the great points, and there's evidence to back that up. Only reason why I think it was kind of personal between Diggs and Allen was when they had the media press conference after the practice when Josh was talking, and he kind of, I mean, as a quarterback and leader of the team, kind of took the blame saying that, okay, maybe during offseason I could have done a better job communicating this and that. So it made me think, okay, well, he's owning up to something. I don't know what it is. Something ain't right between them. I don't know. Uh, And then they had Von Miller go up there. This year he goes – he said it like five times. This shit ain't as serious as y'all think. Like, okay, we got that in the back of our mind. So then that brings maybe us. Maybe Von took them both in the back room and took care of this. Maybe he did. I mean, that's, I mean, that's, that's why you get. Chance. That's why you bring a guy like Von Miller in. Like, yeah. He's, yeah. he's like, see this? I got one of these guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the like, get it together. Let's but get then, it together, and then you can have one too. Yeah, but then another reason why I think it could be personal between them two was that as soon as that video release of that press conference digs like a couple hours later on his instagram story do, oh, yeah. you, do you have it pulled up or no oh yeah pull it up there we go ahead and read <clears throat> from stefan Diggs instagram story this is beautiful that's like wow it's like i just be story. letting people cap if them lies help you sleep better tell them big dog so that had me thinking like oh i don't know could be could be something going on with them too but now that everything is, like, kind of spilling out at the end, maybe they did have a conversation if there was something wrong. They got that figured out. But I do think it does have something to do with the coaching staff and the calls. Which leads us to our next conversation in this state of the Bills union. Yesterday, Michael Lombardi on the Pat McAfee show dropped this little nugget. Of information. Referring back to Leslie Frazier. He says. Uh, yeah. Leslie just didn't step down on his own. To take any personal time. What? This had something to do with Sean McDermott. Yeah. So let's go back in time a little bit. To 13 seconds with the Chiefs. God the playoff damn game. It. Um, allegedly. Allegedly. We know we know how that game went. Allegedly. Uh, I should say it too. Yeah, allegedly. We all got to say it just to get that emphasized, you know. People don't take us too seriously. This is all, all allegedly, okay? I'm, we're just reporting what everyone else is saying, you know what I mean? We're, we're here in our lawyers, um, and then we talk about it. That's it. Sean McDermott went up to Leslie and like, yo, listen, pal. You're done calling plays for today. I'm calling the defensive plays from for the rest of this game. Get us to the Super Bowl. Got shit it up. Or no, it was a divisional, so it could take us to the AFC Championship game. So then we go to the Super Bowl. We know the result of that. Chiefs beat them. Coverage was ass. <laughs> ass. So um, you're saying that 
that was still Frazier making those decisions, or did McDermott? No, step McDermott was, stepped McDermott, up and made the call. McDermott said, "Okay, we, we, we had we had enough of your calls today. I'm going to close this thing out." As a head coach, he decided to take over. Okay, Andy Reid does that all the time. Yeah, okay. Let's, let's change the coaching in the middle of the game. Like, we're well, not even the middle of the game. End like, of the game. You know, like after a kickoff. Yeah, seems yeah. like a great idea. And they're saying it started with that kickoff as well, because if you recall, they wanted. Did they? Touch it better. No, the the problem was people were saying they should have squibbed it to run the clock down, I agree. and they didn't do that. I agree, too. Like, that I, I that was the first thing I said later. Yeah, yeah. I understand why they didn't, but with 13 seconds. You can't risk that, bro. You're going to get four seconds off. That's going to give them two, maybe three plays to get into field goal range. Like, because, right? That's cause, what happened. <laughs> yeah. And, and – so no, know. we're gonna kick it down, and then they and then they wasted no time, so they gave them extra time. Right, exactly. But nonetheless, so that Prevent happened. Prevent defense doesn't yeah. work. So that happened. Um, this season went how it went. Again, they were dealing with their injuries. Still had a solid defense. Injuries did kill them. Did kill them. It always happens though to every team. Again, so in the Cincy playoff game, even a little bit. In the Miami game, the play calling on defense was a little sketchy. Super sketchy. Do you think Sean was in his ear? But then, anyways, that happened. Uh, season's over with. McDermott approaches Leslie Frazier, allegedly. Allegedly. According to Michael Lombardi of the GM Shuffle podcast. He said on his podcast. He's got many sources. Many sources. Many. He's still tied in. His sons are still coaching in the league. Um, he's still consulting with all these other teams and everything. Still, still has friends in the business. He's got. And let's a keep lot it, of sources. Let's keep in mind he was the GM, and he had a different position in the front office with the New England Patriots, and they're known for uh, sneaking around and getting some information. No. So he's. I'm yes. sure he's still out and about with all. Honest this. as the day is long. So then. Uh, <laughs> Allegedly, he says that McDermott approached Leslie Frazier and was like, all right. You need to spend some time with your family. Oh, Basically, he was saying, okay, I I want to call the defensive plays this year. I don't know what we're going to have you do, but this is what this, <laughs> this, is, this is our plan right now. I don't know what we're going to have you do. You just, we're going to pay you not to do anything. Yeah, so it's like, <sighs> so then Leslie wasn't too happy. He wasn't too thrilled with that. He said, basically, um, I'm just going to go home. What's the difference? There could there could have been a chance where this might have ruined his – because he was supposed to get head coaching interviews. He was lined up to have one with the Colts. It didn't happen. Didn't happen. All right, so I got I got to throw theory breaker into um, this. Then before you get there, let me okay. finish it off. Right. So then it gets announced Leslie Frazier is stepping down from the defensive coordinator position with the Buffalo Bills for personal reasons. And that was that. We haven't heard nothing else from it right. other than what Michael Lombardi said the other day. And then a week or two ago, I didn't find this out until today. Leslie Frazier was consulting yep. the Giants defense yep. at minicamp. What? What's over? Go ahead and say what you had to say. So my only question is then, so then why didn't they just – because last year he was offered a coaching position, wasn't he? Wasn't he offered – a head coaching position somewhere else. I don't in the think league. he was. Uh, it might have been like one. Well, I, like I said, he was supposed. To, he was lined up to have an interview with the Colts last summer. 
before the last oh, season. This, oh, I, I no, he was the guy remember. that, that was offered a coaching position too, and he chose to stay. So that's my only question. Like, why, if, if that was the case, if that's all true, let's mm-hmm. assume everything you said about the Cincy game and all that shit's sure, true. Sure, sure. Then why didn't he say, I got to go? I'm going to take this position because I, they're not, because he's getting in my, you know, my way, so to speak. I don't know, bro. I, I, a lot of people are starting to feel like, you know, McDermott's a great guy and blah, 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 blah. But maybe he's not up to this. He's on the hot seat. I hate to say it because I'm, I'm a fan of his. Kind of look like, I don't know. You can kind of see the little writings on the wall. Here, hold on. This wall. There's a big, yeah, get a marker and write on the wall. McDermott, you're done. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Oh, sorry. I got to go to the live shot. Leslie, you fucking idiot. I'm calling the rest of this goddamn game. It's 13 seconds left. We're winning the fucking Super Bowl. We're going to Super Bowl. All right. I don't want to do that. Right, tra- I'm going to take a break. All right, tra- Travis, Travis just gained like 40 yards. I said, don't, don't mean nothing. You got to clap a little bit. Yeah. And then say, yeah, Travis. And, and say, trust the promise. Trust the process. <laughs> yeah, Travis. Fuck, you made the field goal. <laughs> oh, yeah, because that's not a thing that happens in the NFL. Fuck you, Leslie. <sighs> fuck you, Leslie. I'm calling the fucking plays this season. I don't know. If that, that's definitely not how he sounds. But. I don't think he swears. Because he's a good Christian boy. Oh, no, he swears. No. He swears, for sure. I don't believe that. He swears, but it's just the tone he says it in. Oh, fuck, um, I forgot, I forgot how we got there, but oh, fuck, guys, we're just, we, we lost. We'll get him next time. Okay, I, it's, I think it's. I think I, I do honestly feel, and I and again, I I am a Bill supporter. Like I, I'm that's gonna weigh. I'm not a fan, it. but not a supporter. He's just supporter. I probably have said this before. Those mother effing people broke my heart multiple times, many times in the '90s. So they're like a girlfriend that cheats on you. Like, you know, like you get to a point, listen, I, I don't want anything bad to happen to you. It'd be nice that all things work out for you, but I just can't, I can't hang out with you anymore. For, That's for, what I did with the Sabres. Right. It was, uh, once, once they exploded that last yeah. roster, I was like, I can't, yeah. I can't do this rebuilding it, shit yeah, anymore. I get it. I get that. But yeah, I, I get it. But I, I think that. Oh, Sean McDermott. If, we're talking about Sean McDermott. Okay, but if okay. they blew it, Sean McDermott <laughs> and the whole crew's out. That whole crew is out. They're all, all going to get fired if if they don't make it to the soup to the they got to at least make it to the AFC Championship. I think they have to make it to the Super Bowl. They don't have to win the I was Super about Bowl. To say, it's Super Bowl, but if bus. they don't make it to the Super Bowl, I think they're done. I think they're all going to get fired. I don't even think they have to win it. They can get there and lose. That I I think most people are like, well, at least we made it. But if they don't have a, a drastic improvement of how far they get, I think they're all fired. I don't know. Not the players. I think everybody like doesn't blame the players. I think they're going to be like, this is structure of the way this team is coached. But at this the team same, is way too good. But at the same time, if they do get rid of McDermott and Bean, um, there's, obvi- just, there's obviously going to – I'm not even gonna, sure it's Bean. I, I think Bean ask, might stay. Would, I think it's the coach. They'd probably keep Bean. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, for example, like if that, for some reason we've seen some crazier shit happen. Like if that does happen – Clear house? There's a chance because – We've, I mean, we're kind of starting to see it with the. I'm trying to think of a good example. I don't know, but 
New GM comes in, new coach. There's obviously going to be a new culture set. Some guys are probably going to buy out or they're going to want to buy in, but the GM and the coach don't see them as a fit in their culture and they try to move on from them. We see it a lot with quarterbacks. I'm not saying – I mean, obviously you got to keep Josh out. That's no question. Yeah. But the team will look – it will look different. Yeah. Probably uh, – it depends who the GM is, though. If Like, if we keep being – Get a new coach. Well, it's not, not even, much changes. I mean, it's it's a point of conversation. This is it's a thought to have, but we're not even close to that happening. We're kind of like no. just spitballing, theorizing. Right? Yeah. Like, but in terms of McDermott, I know we had Buffalo and Buffalo Dills on. He was calling for his head every now and then. But I think that this is this is a crucial year for them. Last year, when how it went, they had to deal with the most adversity that more than any other team had to face. In probably history. Yes. They probably. do deserve some credit, whatever, some leeway on that. I I don't disagree with that. And they've had the injuries, but sure. But it, A it guy just, died on the field. You know, <laughs> you know, that shit don't happen. And I think that, you know, but I think the organization's got to, like, because that doesn't have – I mean, I, I can understand the emotional blah, 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 and I, and I don't even want to discount that. But I think that we're all getting to the point that now we're seeing these other distractions that we never had before. And and I think that people want to see us – they want to see get past these distractions, and you should show up ready to do this. We don't – I don't follow tons of other teams, but I don't see, like, a lot of crap going on in the Bengals dressing room, right? You, I don't hear too much about it. the Bengals or Philly or, like, you know – other teams that are supposedly just as big a contenders as we are. Arizona. Arizona. Arrow who? Never heard of them. Just, they got a team? Just joking. They got a team down there? They got, they're dealing with some shit. Yeah, but um, they're also a terrible team. So, Well, I'd also say there's there's only like one real team. That's organization is really bad. Who's that? And they just got bought out. Not officially, still. Oh, boy. They still haven't named. Commanders. Commanders. Allegedly the commanders. Only other, only front office that's actually not good. I take that back. Cause there, there's there's probably, a lot there's of teams that have few. some sketchy front offices. Yeah, office. but, like, that's the only one that's, run, like, public. Run, run down your list. Top five sketchiest front office. <laughs> All right, NFL. so we got that. You got, uh. Spitballing because uh, we're in the dark days of the season. You here got, uh. Who, so let's start from five. Front offices? Yeah. Most sketchy slash worst. I could tell you top two. <laughs> now tell me five. Let's do. All top right. two. Cl- all, right, all right, let's do three. Let's, I'll cut down to three. All right, here we go. Brother Bren's list. The Houston Texans at three. Mm. Cleveland Browns at two. And obviously the Commanders at one. What's what's your reason in here? Uh, what's wrong with the with, with the other two? Uh, well, the Browns, you know, the Browns never had a franchise quarterback, and now now they got one, but uh, you know the bag with him, so oh yeah, a lot of baggage. And Texans, you know them as a division rival. You know, they still have something to do with the that situation again, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> hey, yeah. but shout out there! Either bring him back, JJ Watt, put him in the Ring of Honor this season. But hopefully the Texans turn around. I don't know if the Browns will. I, 
just I don't know. I just think I I just don't know if that he's going to probably do fine this year. But I mean, is that division is just so tough? Yep. I I just don't. Who are they beating in that division? Are they better than the other teams in that division? The Browns. Listen, like at, like I, at least the Ravens I and the Bengals. No way. We'll get into this more as we uh, start breaking down the divisions. The Steelers we... is still a better organization. Oh, for sure. Top they, organization. They better coached. Even with, like, they just know how to win games that they shouldn't win. They're, they're not going to win big games, but I would be surprised if they they're beat always the competitive. They're always competitive no matter and, what the And that division, they're like. hard in that division. Um, like, that's they got like, hard. That's like, you know, playing like you're, you know, you're – what? High school they league, got hard. you know. Oh, you got to play. You got to play your high school Welcome. rivals hard. You know what I mean? Like you got to, like you know, like your whatever. You get fired up for those games. Thanks so much. <laughs> you know what? Don't. You're done for today. Got a long week. Yo, that sun really gets. Yeah, to you, it gets man. the sun. Um, Hydrate, man. I'm trying, brother. Not, but not those packets, apparently. Yeah. So I mean, a quick story. I mean, there's not really much. Uh, we we still got a good decent amount of stuff to talk about today, but. Shout out GNC. The you know they always got some type of deal. You know, try to keep you healthy. So I got these. Uh, stopped in there the other day for something, but I always look at their deal table. Whatever it was, buy one get two free. Anything off the table. I'm like, oh, that's that's oh, it's a good deal. Normally they don't have nothing on that table though. Every now and then they have some gems, but this time I thought they had some gems. So it's like this plant, plant based. Uh, hydration packets. Um, came in this cool packaging. Like, whatever. Uh, 15 little packets in each container. So, if you had to do the math, it's like 45 of them hydration packets. So, I got raspberry lemonade, two of those, and then one of them was like citrus blast. The first one I tried was citrus blast. It tasted good at first. I'm like, okay, this could be something. I might have got a good deal. Because normally, I, I asked a dude when I was buying, I'm like, how much do these things normally run? Because they marked them down like $13. He's like, it's like $27 a piece. I'm like, holy fuck, dude. This is a hell of a deal. I just got three of them for $13. Doesn't it? And I, you got to check the ex- expiration date because there's a reason why they get put on there. Like on the on the deal table. Yeah. Good till good good till August and August. Oh, okay. Be something, but yeah, the citrus blast tasted good at first, but then you get to the bottom of the cup. Uh, I just drank a whole cup of soap. Oh, (laughs) that's what it tasted like. Uh, That's where the blast comes from. And I was like, okay, hydration clear. Is it gonna clear my system? All right, that's for sure. Well, cleared all right. Uh, but then you know, I had the raspberry lemonade one today. Okay. Good as fuck. Pretty good. Tastes like a Gatorade. Yeah. Awesome. Maybe future sponsor. Hydrate the boy so we got to keep fucking drinking these plant-based hydration packs. Yeah, we can't do it no more. Unless it's raspberry lemonade. That was pretty good, like I said. It's a thirst quencher. These boys here. They're quenched fucking... Quenching thirst. They're quenched thirsted? Yeah, that's what, that's what it says. No, I'm asking you. I don't oh. Know. Did it actually? I think, I think it did. Okay. I think it did. Shout out Gatorade for fucking quenching our thirst. Okay. Um. Yeah. Uh, back to football though. Football. Um. Speaking of quenching thirst, uh, 
D Hop is looking to do that. Now how? And uh, his with his bank account, um, <laughs> he wants to get paid. As we mentioned last week, he was doing his team visits. How is that going? Uh, so he was scheduled in Nashville. We we kind of talked about that. How that went? Who do you, who do you want to see in concert? Fucking was it Dirk Spenley? Nah, I would have. Nah. Well, you know Dirk Spenley. I don't know him, but it wasn't him. It was him? I wasn't Dirk uh, Bentless. Was was it a concert in New England? Is that what you're getting? Nah, to? Nashville. No, Nashville. Okay, I talking about his last trip. Oh. Look, it was Luke Luke Bryan. Don't ask me. I don't remember. Anyways, there's a country concert. All it right. Looked like, looked like he had a good trip. Yeah, well, it's it Nashville. But it wasn't good enough, I guess, because <laughs> he can't left. You have a good trip in Nashville, but left, you ain't trying. He left without a deal. And well, that's because of that organization. Yeah, he did the same thing in New England. He left New England? Left with no deal. But. No deal. Something could be on the table because uh, Matthew Judon, he's been big on this recruiting process for D-Hop. He tweeted out after he left, uh, GM of the year, explanation point. Who did this? Matthew Judon, he's their linebacker. He also can't say that because okay, that's, that's, that's their the, coach. Yeah, that's not even yeah, right. But <laughs> They posted a picture in the locker room and everything. And Diop had, go. he was wearing New England Patriots colors. Good for him. En- enjoy fourth place. Oh, shit. They are not getting out of the basement in that division. <laughs> oh, it's going to be tough. Diop does help, though. That helps, yeah, well, sure. <laughs> that's it. That, that's not a good team. Is D-Hop going to be a New England Patriot? I, I have that's to run. Looks like. Of all this, I, I hope, hope that he is. I hope that he is. And I hope he's just – There's. I can't wait for that shot week three when he's just standing there. What did I do? So when he, I was in Arizona. I went to the – I went literally on a diagonal across the United States from hot, beautiful weather – to New England. <laughs> better facilities in New England. Sure, okay. A lot better. Yeah, okay, yeah. For, Any, for, anywhere's for better than here. For a bunch of guys that don't play in the NFL anymore. That's why those facilities are there. I got it. What do you got? You know how he was suspended for the steroids? Yes. It's the Patriots, dude. Talking about shady oh, yeah, shit sure. they do. Yeah. We'll take he him. He can get away with it. Bring him in. You allegedly murdered someone in college? Don't worry about it. Come on in. We'll oh take my you. God! Who the fuck are you talking about? God <laughs> <The> forever! <laughs> you don't know who I'm talking oh, about. You know who we're talking about. Nah, tell us. Watch, tell us, watch tell some us documentaries about the New England Patriots. Nah, tell us a little more. Who are you talking about? Uh, well, I I don't want to. <laughs> I think it was pretty much sure that that's he did it. That's why I put it. the camera on you and yeah, not him. Yeah, like he said, I can't be seen saying this. It was a good doc. It was a very good talk. And everyone's like, oh, look at the geniuses of the New England Patriots. They brought that guy in. Yeah, because nobody else wanted that guy in their squad. Because he allegedly win, murdered a guy in college. Games. Yeah, <laughs> not, he, a couple. <laughs> Best part, the craziest part is that uh, he played with Tim Tebow. That's the craziest part. Yeah. You think That's Tim how Tim knew? found Jesus so quickly. Man. I got to find some Jesus. You think Tim knew? I think a lot of people knew. I'm gonna go back and watch it. Because apparently something happened That's with the Pouncey brothers too at That's a nightclub a really down there. Say it again. What'd you say? Apparently something happened with the Pouncey brothers at a nightclub down there. The one played for the Steelers. Who was the other one? Uh, Dolphins. Okay. What happened? 
Oh, because they went to the, that college too. Florida. With, yeah. He was part of the. They were part of the team. Now that we're on that, I think they they're actually. I, I don't know what platform, but they're making a Florida Gators documentary about that about that team. Yeah, I can't wait for that. that that'll Percy be really Harvin. Even if you don't like sports, that'll be a hell of a documentary. Yeah. That's wild. Anyways, D Hop might be a Patriot. Okay. Enjoy the ride. Let's fly. What? <laughs> I'm picking on the guy. Who, oh, let's fly. Let's ride. And then he had a great – oh, let's ride. Whatever. He had a great season. Dude, what's your wow. deal? Whatever. He, yeah. You Do you not – You know what I meant. The disrespect. Have you not seen his fucking training videos this okay. past week? Fine, because he realized he was in pretty ass shape last year when he showed up. What? So he's like, I got to get back in shape. He's training with that fucking football. He's still got Good Aaron Rodgers on the mind. Good for him. Talking about Jets, fly, dude. You're really looking Come forward. on. You're really looking forward to this season. As a New York, I, I, you know what? New, York, Jets Jet, New York Jet fan. I'm a big, yeah, I'm a big New York Jets fan. Me and five other guys that are, you know, like. Wow. How are you a Jets what do you, fan? What do you think of Fireman? How are you a lifelong Jets fan? The people that suddenly are <laughs> Jets fans, you know, screw you. I've always been a Jets fan. You have not been a Jets fan. They're saying the same they thing about won. you. <laughs> I'm not, yeah. Oh, but I don't. But you know what? Oh. Like it's funny. Like I won't go. Like everybody's like, "Oh, you got to get back onto the Bills bandwagon." I'm like, I'm not gonna be a hypocrite. I'm, not gonna do it. I'm just not gonna do it. Can I do it. I don't wish them ill will, but like I'm sitting there like, "Oh, they're gonna fuck this up," because I've seen this before. Hey, what's wow. your thoughts on Fireman Ed, real quick? Who's Fireman Ed? He's the number one fan. He does he does the J E T S. Oh, Jets, I know. Jets, oh, that guy. Jets chant. Yeah. Good for him. You know, he's <laughs> like that. Joe Namath, man, he was great. That's what that guy's thinking. Remember in, in 1840 when when uh, Rex Ryan got us to the playoffs? Woo! They almost went the whole all the way. <laughs> Damn near did. What money? They did not almost win anything. It's like the, wow. they're like the Maple Leafs in the playoffs. They finally well, got, they finally got past the first round. Hey, so we're we're <laughs> out of Jets camp. Everything is good. Everyone's glowing about Aaron Rodgers. Everything's going smoothly. Heads up. Okay. I'm not saying he's going to be bad. I just – the Jets aren't winning at all. Well, speaking of a team who won it all going back to the finals, final week, uh, if we can pull up their picture here, shout out to the Denver Nuggets. First time NBA Finals Congratulations. champions. That's nice. Did you see the thing they said that they don't think there's going to any team that's going to repeat as a champion in the NBA for years to come? Is there – what do you think? Did you well, see that? If we look at uh this guy here. Yep. Yeah, that's a guy. The uh, little kid or the big guy? No, the that right hip. If there's someone to do it, it <laughs> might be this guy here. Okay. Not the little kid. Just make sure. uh he just wants to go home. He, <laughs> that was he great. literally he, wasn't that great? He treats this as a job. Do you nobody, know what I mean? Yeah, nobody yeah. likes their job. He, he, <laughs> He's like, You going to the parade? Parade? I'm going home. What is the parade? Ah, fuck. He did, did that. He did. It was great. I got to like that. I love you know, it. He wants to go like, home and yeah. fucking ride, ride horses. Horse. Yep. Yeah. You don't said, have the horses in, in Denver anywhere? You can't ride a horse in here? No. Could ride a horse in Denver. There's got to be at least two horses somewhere in Denver. That's, that's right? not his home. They got the Broncos. They got the Broncos. The, the, like one of the teams is all about horses. That's not his home. Okay. Yeah, Nikola Jokic was fucking awesome. So like, it, I don't know if Maranta, you've seen any of the uh, 
like the uh, post game like celebration or anything. Did you did you uh, like watch his interview after the fact? Remind me what he I, I did, but I don't remember exactly. So Lisa Salters, she interviewed him on the court. Is right after you know the your game. typical. Oh like, no, I did not see. Yeah, this. so it's your typical like okay, yeah. you're the NBA champion. How does it feel that you all your dreams come have come true today? Up, uh, pretty good. We came in and uh, got the job done. Now it's time to go home. Uh, it's good, <laughs> and that's it. That was it. You go back and watch the the past. I, I did Le, see that. Le, I did see Le, that. LeBron yeah. winning his first one. Yeah. You got well, Kevin I forgot Garnett, what he said, but he he was all yeah. Fuck I seen the one with Kevin Garnett. Anything is possible. That was a feel, that. Every time I see that, it's a feel good moment. Yeah, this guy. Yeah, it's good. It's good. It's good. Now we go home. Job, Season over. Job yeah. done. Go home. I go home. See you back. I'll be back in September or October or whatever training camp is. Yeah. I, uh, I, that's another thing too with the NBA. This season don't stop. It doesn't. NBA drafts this week. Right. They had the lottery. I think right mm. before the finals started. Yeah. Free agency is going on right now, which we could uh, kind of dive into now. Yeah, just dive into it. Um. And let's keep let's let's keep giving Denver Nuggets their flowers because they they this is the problem. They weren't giving their flowers enough during the season. They never put them in prime time games, and the whole year they were this dominant. Um, Give the people going into the see. season, going into the playoffs, good basketball. And I and I think that's a problem for the NBA. Like they they decide who they really like sometimes, and this is a better story. And they should have ran with it when they realized they had something here, right? They should have, they should flexed out some games. We should be able to see Denver more on now. On I th- now I think we are for sure. There's, yeah, but no I think way. they're they're late. I think a lot they could have done a oh, lot yeah. better in their ratings if they would have realized, man, this t- we got to get these guys a little bit more airtime because they're hard to find. You know, I don't even know if I've watched. Well, it's not like it's like just the see the, the 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 team overall. Yeah, this season they were just completely dominant. Whatever. Uh, I think two years ago too. They were I the can find Boston, season. but uh, you know, what I mean, yeah, like, but they're. Nikola Jokic is two-time MVP, back-to-back years. Probably should have been three this year. And he's probably top five name recognition players in the league. Like, if you're not even following basketball, be. he's a guy you know his name. Like, if you're well, just you a sports know. fan. You yeah, should. but before that, even before, everybody knows this guy's name. Like, oh, I've heard of that guy. He's that big oh, dude. Oh, the from, Joker? He's the big guy from overseas. Like, you know, yeah. like, like, he's, like he's a – you just can't help but know who he is. I mean, he's around, and they should be pushing guys like him as a, as a star in this league. And not even just him. Jamal Murray was a big reason why they won the finals, too. Yeah, he had a lot of a lot of good games um, during the whole playoffs. And it, his story is kind of nuts, too, because obviously towards ACL and everything, uh, was that, that was during the bubble, right? Yeah. So – that happens. They they said he would never go back to the old Jamal Murray. That's what they that's what they said. He would never go back to the old Jamal Murray from the bubble. What they call him, Bubble Jamal Murray, whatever. Some they gave him some fucking name. I don't know. They said he would never go back to his true form. That's a tough now. injury. It is. That's a tough injury. I mean, the show is now sports science, man. It's so advanced. Like those injuries back then, you would never play the game again. Yeah. But that's that's still. Probably the toughest injury to come back for, right? Yeah, it's up yeah, there. for sure. And 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 the chances to repeat that injury is high, right? 
Yep. So, fuck, shout out Nuggets, man. They they got an Good electric organization. Yeah. Uh, shout out Steve Kroenke. Uh, won the NBA Finals with the Nuggets. Won the Stanley Cup Finals with the Avalanche last year. Uh, and then won the Super Bowl with the L.A. Rams. And then I want to say his lacrosse team won a championship, too. All within the past, like, two or three years. All right. What a guy. But the interesting thing about him, uh, allegedly, this is what people say. I'm just passing the word on. He gets uh, he gets kind of cheap. Yeah, kind of cheap. You can tell with the Rams. Well, that's the thing then, too. He'll... He'll spend the money to get the players in there, but won't want to pay them to keep this thing together. Afterward, yeah. But if you look at the Nuggets, I don't have the contracts in front of me, but from the last time I heard, Jokic just got a Supermax. Yeah. He's in there for another five years, I believe. Jamal Murray, I think his contract standing is pretty good right now. I think so. Uh Pretty much almost, Decently. pretty much, I think Aaron Gordon as well. Uh, Kevin Porter Jr., I think he, he his contract might be coming up soon. But nonetheless, this base of guys here on this Denver Nuggets team, they're going to be sticking here for a while. Um, and then obviously, they play the team basketball sport. That That's their yeah, style, so game. to speak. They play the team game. So essentially, if you just plug in guys similar to those other role players, they're going to be golden. Yeah, there's a few players that didn't really play, like Jeff Green and uh, DeAndre Jordan. Just all mental vets, right? And even Mike Malone said in an interview, he was like, "These, these guys were like the key guys to this team. Not even just for the minute; they barely got any minutes, but just just their presence, yeah, and being in these guys' ears to motivate them throughout the season and everything." So. Denver might be here to stay. What do you think? Is this the next dynasty we're dealing with? Just like the um, whole state? Yeah, I'm thinking so. Like, how do you, how do you, how? How do you fuck this up? No, you just keep everyone together. That's it. You yeah. see the interview is like, see this guy, Bruce Brown? He's fucking staying. He ain't going nowhere. <laughs> that was awesome. That whole parade, too. Yeah, Such Mike, a good team. Mike Malone had a couple moments. Good team chemistry. Jokic especially. He was up there. He goes, I know I, know I said something about Parade the other day, but I did not understand. This is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, guys. <laughs> this is for you. <laughs> and they had videos of him the past couple of days at the club and shit. Yeah, they have been partying it up. Um, but speaking of, speaking of one dynasty arising, one other dynasty has to fall. With that being said, uh, we mentioned a couple weeks ago, Bob Myers stepped down from the Golden State Warriors. And now, as of either today or yesterday, Draymond Green declined his player option to re-sign with the Golden State Warriors. So this means he can either go into free agency or do a little sign and trade. Ooh. Both scenarios, though. Not going back to Golden State. Where would, because he'd probably want money, right? I have no idea, because he, I think the last word that I've seen was that he was looking for, like, a significant amount from the Warriors. 
So, which is may- maybe why he punched Jordan Poole in the face last year after he got his contract. Yeah, probably. He said, "You stupid motherfucker, that's my money." Maybe. I, I just uh, <laughs> I don't know where he'd go. I don't. I know. <clears throat> and that's the only team. Not there. Apparently, he's going somewhere else. Who's his agent? Um, yeah, he's kind of rich. What's the last name? last name? That might might be Paul. Who's Rich Paul? Uh, he's he's an agent. Who did he grow up with? Play basketball with? Probably uh, that guy who's been the face of the league for like twenty years. Just probably. Am I right about that? LeBron James. Where does LeBron James play? Uh, I think he's in L.A. still, right? He didn't get traded yet to the uh, Dallas. The Clippers, right? He's with the L.A. Clippers. All right. right. He's with Vegas, dude. He will be when they, when they become the, a thing. The, he the will Minnesota be. Lakers. He's with the Minnesota Lakers, isn't he? Los Angeles Lakers. Okay. Oh, right. They were in Minnesota. They were, right? yeah. That's why I the, forgot about the lakes. Because yeah, there's all those lakes in California. That we talk about all the time. <laughs> all the time, actually. <laughs> and NBA Twitter's awesome. And every time the Warriors play the Lakers, they, what will they always say about Draymond and LeBron? Oh, they're best friends. I don't know. You tell me. It would, they would always say Draymond was Dick Ryan and LeBron. Oh. Every time you've seen him. Wow. What? Draymond always gives his high praises to LeBron. Is that his GOAT? So you might as well book it right now. Draymond Green to the Lakers. Okay. Bring him in. Bring him in. If not the Lakers, though, I have no idea. I could see Memphis. I could see Memphis. Him going in there and squaring that shit up. Yeah. I think that could happen. Smack John in the mouth. <laughs> Start slapping guys around. Slap. Right in the mouth. Jai, you won't it's like him. a line of guys sitting there, and he's just slapping every one of them one at a time, like, bam. Except, except and Steve, you got one coming. Except they Steven got a whole Adams. bag yeah, of slaps right here, baby. Except Steven Adams. He's, he might kill him. Yeah, maybe not say, You're good. Yeah. Just go pat on the cheek. Big friendly giant. It'll but, work because uh, that, that's the role they wanted Dylan Brooks to play. Well, you actually got the real Draymond Green, so. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Shit, I think that's it. That's the answer. What's the line on, on Vegas for that? Can we bet that? I could check later. Uh, he's, actually, he's actually going to go to uh, Washington. That would be ass. The Wizards. Speaking of them, though, they were just in the news yesterday. Yeah. Bradley Beal has been acquired yeah. by the Phoenix Suns. Yeah. Um. All right, I get to I'm, it. Oh, see, now nah, the shoe's on, on the other foot nah, this time. Oh. I'm over here waiting to press right. a button. So Sorry I pressed it. it. Oh. Look at Katie's long-ass fingers. <laughs> Jesus. Wizards finalized the trade. You can't coach long fingers, man. You can't coach that. You actually can't. The Wizards. <laughs> just got them or you don't. Wizards finalized the trade to send Bradley Beal to the Suns. And that was per Woj Bomb. Well, that there's must a, be true then. Who's that? I never heard of that person. There's a new big three in Phoenix, and you're looking Look at, at them. It. That's nice. Uh, they sent Chris Paul out there. Um, I forget the other assets. Essentially. A bunch of draft picks. Oh, Landry Shamit oh. got shipped out to Washington as well. 
Um, and then in return, they get Bradley Beal. So essentially, Chris Paul is already going to be out. Landry Shamit was going to already be out, and I think there was another player. So essentially, they just got Bradley Beal for two picks, two second-round picks. They're still going to be ass. Oh, they're, you didn't think I was going to say that. They're bench, man. They already lost Def getting the getting Kevin Durant in there. Because what I will say, didn't we just learn about team basketball? That's kind of the era we're in now. Can't win with these superstars. Can't. Well, you can. It's not these super teams. And I want to say there's a new collective bargaining rule going into this season where they're going to try to prevent, like, these big three super teams from happening. And also what I will didn't say. Work here, didn't work here, obviously. But Also what I will say, I think we're going to need a few more teams in the league. Why you say that? Expansion. Because there, there's a few teams that have these types of superstars on them. There's a decent amount. List them off. Okay, you're going to test my knowledge here. Remind us. There's uh, Boston. There's them. There's The Lakers have two generational talents, but nah. um, Obviously the Warriors, but they're kind of on the downfall. They're falling off. Huh? Um. The Pelicans. My basketball knowledge is not up there. That's got, really, that's there's really, got to be a few. That's really the first four you think of. There's got to be a few more. So there was already talks to them. I hate these jerseys. Sorry. You hate what? I hate these jerseys. Uh, it's very minimal, yes. I, it's like it's like when you go to – I don't know. I'm looking at that jersey, and I don't mind the colors, but I like I, I hate, like, the airport uh, – <laughs> abbreviation T-shirts. code like you know when you go in and you have to like put in the airport and it turns it into like you know like the three letters yeah that's, that's what it that is. that's it that's, <laughs> that's it. the airport code for phoenix that's what they i'm like that's, that's let's they... put that on the jersey let's put the abbreviation because it's jersey. such a long word it's clean I don't, is it oh it's I just i don't like it arizona team's jersey stink okay yeah these it's ones bad. are clean okay, okay. I like the purple ones. Y'all just, but that's got, it. y'all just got bad taste. Okay. What do you know? Yeah. Yeah. What do you know? Lakers uh, fans. Yeah. We stay traditional. Same Super. They went back to it. Same, same jersey since 1960. Ain't never changed. I actually, they're, they're I respect up that. A little bit. I actually like that the fact that they really haven't changed their their stuff too much. I do actually respect that. They have a little bit. So the, they don't. They make subtle changes. They don't make like major yeah. changes. Well, they rebrand the whole thing just to sell crap. It's all for money, though. Yeah. But they don't need to because they're the freaking Lakers. They just, people want the traditional. What were we talking about? Uh, Oh, they're trying to to stop these. uh, Yeah, yeah, these super teams. Teams from forming. Which led us to the idea which you brought up. Just bringing a few teams. Expansion. So there was. A couple. There was rumors, obviously. They want a team in Vegas. Right, so that would be an odd number. LeBron wants uh, ownership in that. That might not happen for a little bit. Um, There was talk of potentially bringing back Seattle Supersonics. Okay, here we go. What's your pitch for the Buffalo Braves? Um, You see Buffalo, all their fans, right? Let's bring that to basketball. That's it. I think we would... 
be a successful basketball city. I agree. I, I think we love basketball I, here. I think basketball did very well um, back in the seventies. It just couldn't. It didn't give enough time. Um, I think it's our our location is very good. I think we're close to Cleveland. You got a rivalry there. You got Toronto right there. So if we're in that same conference, I think it helps. I think it's. I think it's creates some really cool rivalries. Boom. That's the East and the West right there. Because there's 30 teams, right? I want to say so, yeah. And then you bring two in. Not just one, but two. Oh. And especially with uh, – I know – It's like a basketball it's, town, it's, too. It's, like, yeah. basketball in Western New York is big. But what I was going to say – College basketball is big. Yeah. I mean, I, what's the, the tournament biggest, at UB usually? What, really, mm-hmm. you got the Bulls for football. But outside of really that one thing – the next biggest college sport in our area is basketball. We get NCAA stuff all the time. We're lucky to get that. Um, I, I think basketball would do well. It would take a long time. Unfortunately, I feel like we'd never really be a true competing franchise unless we got a really, really good owner that had some money. But I, I think it would be – It'd be. I would I would love it. I'd probably go all the time. I'm thinking we'll I would take get the seasons. Team. I would get seasons. I get sure. seasons for that. We're going to own the team. But what I'm saying is, like, what I, what I was going to say – Buffalo's trendy right now. That's what I'm saying. Sure. Get it while it's hot. I know it helps with the the Bills being good and everything. Sabre, I don't know. But but the city itself has a really cool reputation in the country right now. Right. It's a cool place for young young people really like it. I think you could attract a lot more young people if you said, hey, you know, we got a basketball team. I mean, look, that's, that's happened in Vegas to some extent, too. Like, people are moving to Vegas from other places because there are other quality of life things now besides casinos. For years, if you lived in Vegas, it was like we got the casinos and really, really hot weather. Yeah. But now it's like now there's other things to do. There's other quality of life if, if you're a sports fan. I mean, you've got, you know, it, it definitely feels like. With the emergence of sports betting and everything, too. Yeah. Um, and it's like. The first couple of years, you got to understand, you're not, unless you get lucky like the Vegas Golden Knights, your team's not going to be that great to start off with. So you're going to make your money off of the Lakers coming into town. Yeah. Cavaliers coming into town. The Suns coming into town. That's where you're going to make the money. And that, I mean. So picture a few years ago. People are, they yeah, love the vintage if, stuff. Yeah. Bring that shit back. I would compare it to the hockey teams. As you said, Vegas was six years. They won one. Kraken, they're like, what, they're two years? And they made the playoffs their second year? I think if they market the team too well, I think the thing that the Bills have done very well um, is having Rochester so close, too. So I think if you kind of – Rochester's, you know, not a, a long drive for people. You know, if you're going to an arena – if you're going to the arena from, from Rochester, it's an hour and ten minutes if you're coming from right around. So, I mean, I, I don't think that's a – that's not a tough drive to go see a basketball game on a Friday night, Saturday, Tuesday, even on a Tuesday. Exactly. And if you, I mean, and if you're playing the team like the Lakers or like the Clippers, you yeah. come. You're, you're going to come see. Yeah. The picture of LeBron has been in Cleveland. Man. Like every one of those games sells out. I mean, that's you know, that's you know, you can see that with the Sabers now. When when a big star comes to town, boom, those tick you can't get a ticket to that. Game. Well, it's just like you and Connor McDavid, you know. Yeah. Last season. Yeah. I mean, every I did, we we were we wanted to see the greatest, arguably the greatest player in the league play. I mean, I and I think basketball is really. I I think Buffalo is a basketball town, and I think really we like basketball. I think there's a ton of. I think if you asked, you know, the average guy in Buffalo, you know, okay, you like, 
you like football, what's your next sport? What do you think they pick? Basketball. I think they pick basketball, right? Even I mean, I and I think Sabres are big, but I don't think the average Buffalo people like community say, person like is if, a Sabres if fan. If you're not a hockey fan, which uh, uh, Tim is going to change for us, right? Yep. We're, yes, we're he is. starting to work on that. We're back into it. But what helps market hockey? What helps? The jerseys and the oh. merchandise, yeah. right? Oh, sure, for sure. It's yeah. the same thing with the NBA. Yep. Also, like I said, sorry, the vintage, it's it's coming back, and you're starting to see a lot more Buffalo Braves merch. Everywhere I go, I wear my T-shirt. It's, oh, yo, nice shirt, man. And uh, it would be really like the, good And it's for like Buffalo. the old guys. Oh, shit, I remember yeah. when they played and everything. When I go to different – I was in Philadelphia last year. I had my Braves shirt. It, I was getting compliments all over. Like, being downtown Buffalo, because already there is a ton of great restaurants and places, the things to do in Buffalo right now. And the Sabres are there 40 nights. And the Bandits are there another 10, plus you've got concerts or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah. So give me another 40 nights of people downtown Buffalo – Obviously, the Bisons are there, but they don't, you know, well, they get four Not five. a big draw. They get it wouldn't four be five. a big draw like a no, professional not, team. No, not like a professional basketball yeah. team. If they're pulling in 12, 13 a night in the beginning as it gets going. But I, I argue they would they would, they would, would sell 16,000 seats right yeah. off the bat. What are you going to say? Out of 18. Speaking of vintage, Rochester used to have a team. The Kings. The Kings. Yeah. And you put another team from the G League in Rochester and then the NBA team in Buffalo. Yeah. So let's have a G League team in the falls. You know, I've always said that if they built a small arena like a 5,000-seater in the falls, I think you could get WNBA or a minor league sure. baseball team. Something, and you, and yeah. it would, it would, I think it would go really well. Because, I, I, again, a 5,000-seat arena for a minor league team – or like or WNBA, like I if, if we had a WNBA team, I guess season tickets tomorrow. I'd, I'd, I'd get my credit card out right now and I'd got me. I'd go. I want to see sports. I mean, in my own town, it's five minutes from my house. Right. Yeah. And then WNBA, they're starting to evolve some superstars too. Yeah. You know. Yeah. They're they're got their uh, super teams, the Liberty and the Aces and everything. And I just think they just need to keep growing their brand slowly and not trying to do it overnight. If they grow right. grow it slowly. And they bring in the smart people. I think WNBA is going to be probably. I think that to me that has the most potential to be the biggest women's. And we kind of touched on it earlier with like NBA Twitter and everything. It's one of the biggest like online communities out there. Oh sure. And yeah. throwing Buffalo into that mix, we see fucking shit with Buffalo all the time. Yeah, like oh, if you could package if you could package it where like they put in like a women's team and a men's team around the same time. And you grew both those brands, even if one was in, because there's big talks of them building a 5,000 seat arena in the falls anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, Breaking and, news. No, well, they've been, they've been talking about it for a while because there's a there's a there's an owner, whatever the Canadian league is that's right across the border from minor league. He wants to move his. He doesn't like where he is his arena, so he's been talking for years about bringing a team into Niagara Falls. Like that guy's expressed interest before. So I mean, if you get an arena, I think that you've already suddenly got a ton of events in that arena from the day it opens. If you could get an, an NBA or even a minor league basketball team, I feel like you could do very well. You know, near the falls too, and that's casinos gonna, that's across the street. Too. You got yeah. hotels. You've got a you know. You got Macanelli's go in the yeah, morning. You, you know, go. get your coffee, some, some yeah. bagels. What? Well, don't I'd go? I'm telling you, we got to get on this. Let's go. Let's start the let's start the uh, GoFundMe right now. No, don't go fund me. <laughs> go fund the city. You can fund me too if you want. Well, we'd probably spend on something else, but you know, I'd buy the team for real. Boom! All right, we got yeah. NBA go. team, G League team, and WNBA team. Here we go. We got to start talking to some investor because I really, 
There's some people I've I've talked with that like work in sports and everything. A few of them say they don't think it'll work. I'm like, how don't you think it'll work? Because they they want to go. Well, we want Pittsburgh. We want you know they're going to look at those other cities. They, oh, the South or whatever. Like okay, the, those teams Not aren't someone local. Yeah, I'm telling you, like that's, that's the only problem. You bring fucking the Lakers into town. There's going to be. It's going to be flooded downtown. Yeah. Flooded. Oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah. And you got to – the branding is going to have to be big, too. If you got – your merchandise has to be dope. Yeah. It has to be. No one will even really care about the team. They would want a pe- – Everybody want a hoodie. Everybody be wearing, everybody be wearing something. You every, know what I mean? Like, yeah, every third high school kid's going to have a hoodie on. Like that classic, you know, baby blue yeah, what colors would you do? Would you go back to the uh, the black and orange, or the the baby blue and the orange? I'd go with baby blue. So they can they can they get away with Braves? Are they going to have a problem? Do they have to not use Braves? Cause I they, don't know because the Clippers, because obviously they were the Buffalo Braves, right? No, I mean it more because of the political correctness. Of the I don't Braves. know the name. They still they still have the baseball team. Yeah. yeah, but I think they're kind of there. Where I don't know because the. Cleveland Guardian team before them obviously changed their name. Right. And what was their logo? Well, mm. Chief Wahoo was, was problematic at best. And what was the, Always has the, been. It was just – It was just – It was just the – The Bills logo was just the – I mean, the Braves logo was just the ball with the feather in it, right? Is that all it with was? The, the B and oh, the, yeah. Yeah. Because so I would mean, say the uh, the Braves team. What was the Rochester team called? Uh, the Kings. They're Sacramento. Oh, you can't. Yeah, they're in oh, Sacramento they're the now. Now. Yeah. No. But uh, the, the Atlanta Braves is kind of the same thing with the Chiefs. It has the little spear on it as a logo. I guess it depends. Just like That's why it's like everyone's like, ah. It depends on the symbolism and how you brand it. You could also get away from the – just drop the S and just the Buffalo Brave. Like, it could just be Brave. It could work, too. Because then it's not about – we're just we're paying homage we're to the history of the name, yeah. but we're not we're not offending a people. We're going to drop the S because we're saying that you know you got to be brave in sports. Like we're like it's about character, yeah. so you could probably get away just drop the S no, and no. then come up with a new color scheme because I don't think that old school. You could have a cool throwback looking jersey gray because but but I don't want that light blue. Well the you know like what I was kind of touching on the scarf well, behind you, dude. Come on, oh yeah, you love it. You're sitting. No, on it's on the chair. Yeah, but oh yeah, it's, so it would, it would be those colors. Okay, then I and I'm in. <laughs> I, retract, said, I retract everything I just said. You get the the navy in there with the light you, blue. Yeah, so if you remember a couple of years ago when the Clippers for their throwback uniform, it, no, that was a cool Braves. jersey. But I mean, all it the, works the, for a throw, but but, but I don't the, know like if the average kid walking around wants all the to hoodies buy, wear and those everything colors. they sold out that night. Oh, for sure, because they released it. Yeah, a couple of years ago. But I don't know if that's like the every night jersey. I think it's a cool throwback. There's, you sell there's it different out. ways you can do yeah. about it. You know, I think you know Buff State probably get mad if they go back to the brown and the orange, but you know the blue, the black and orange, or whatever. Yeah. Because that was always the common, like even back in the day, that they had the similar color. And I think that's where the color scheme came from, actually. Just don't do blue, red, and white. Yeah, don't do. There's too many. The black and red. Don't do the royal blue and the yellow. Okay. Yeah, there's too Make many colors that are. Make the it same. different. Yeah, sure. Make it stand out. I'd be okay with the orange. I think I am too. Ah. Kind of go back to the roots a little bit. He doesn't like it. Miss I, I like the blue. Just bring, just give us a fucking. Team. Give us a team. I don't care. Give about me the, the team. Colors. Yeah. I don't care about the colors. As long as I choose, yeah. 
but just give me a team. Uh, another enjoy some another rumor rolling along, rolling around. Dame Dollar might be getting traded to the Miami Heat. Uh, they probably need him. But Sean Sharania says today uh, he got word from Damian Lillard. Oh, they're friends? He wants to stay in Portland and build around them. How long are we going to keep doing this? They ain't building shit around you, Dame. That's his career. That's it. Nothing's going to happen for him. That's, that's his career. So the reason why the heat rumor started picking up was because he he was asked before the finals. What team would you like to play with? Yeah, and he he did say the Heat if they didn't win the finals. That's why this thing is starting to heat up a little bit, no pun intended. Wow. That was intended. I swear it was. No, you you did that on purpose. But the Heat, they do need – I love Jimmy Butler, okay? I do. But as you've seen the series come down to the stretch. He just needs help. He's not he's not a true one, man. Oh. When it comes to those when it, when it comes to those big moments, he doesn't want to be the one to take the shot and to take over the game. Uh, no, you're right. I'm basing that off of the last two final series he's been in. <clears throat> they see a team around him, that's it. Well, they have one. I, they just need they need the number one dog in there. Dame well, Dollar could be that guy. Well, because I know, like the whole team was missing shots at one point. Yeah, that didn't, that didn't help. You know what I mean? You just need consistency at least to help Jimmy out. So we'll see with Dame Dollar. I don't know. I seen a tweet today. It was uh, it was like a it was a meme. It said, it "said Lord, why you keep giving me these hard battles." And then they had a shot of the Lord. He said, uh, he said, bruh, just leave. <laughs> <laughs> just break up with the team, man. Bro, Come like, on. how many times are we going to try doing this? Like, I, like, listen, I respect that he's trying to keep that, like, old school mentality. You got to stay with one team. You got to do it with the team that brought you here. Those days are gone, brother. Long gone. Those days are long gone. Give it up. I mean,. Maybe he just wants to be down Miami for the music scene because they can work on us. Oh, because what I would say with oh, yeah, he rapped, right? with Bradley Beal, he, he, he was well, there most yes. of his career, and then <laughs> he just got traded. So what? And he had a no trade clause. Say that again, my bad. Who are we talking about? Bradley Beal. Bradley Beal. Yeah, he was with them his whole career, and now he just got traded. So what? What does that tell you? And his trade rumors have been going on for like how many? <laughs> like four years. or five years now. Since John Wall fucking left. Yeah. I was like, all right, let's explode it. Yeah, no, Dame, okay. Dame, Dame, please, for the sake of the fans, us fans out here, and for, for the sake for, of basketball. For the fans that are fans of you, for the sake please. Of, for the sake of the game, please leave Portland. We want to see you win. We actually want to see you, like, on TV. <laughs> yeah, that too. Please. Like, when you drop 50 points, yes, we want to fucking it. see that. Go do that shit in Miami. Go do it in Buffalo. He's the fucking answer that we need in Buffalo. He'd be awesome. We'll call LeBron and see if he'll just put put a team here. Forget Vegas. Screw them. Ah, uh, no, he'll make more money in I, Vegas. I think he's but, pretty uh, sold on Vegas. I'll be honest. Does he need the money? Just talk about building communities, man. It's all about he helping did, people he, out. He already did that. I know. Well, but he could help another one. <laughs> uh. 
He already did it. He's got to put my time in. Dame Dollar, my that would be just my, Dame. Please, please get the fuck out of port. I don't even give a fuck where you go. Just get out of there, man. They ain't doing nothing for you. What are they gonna? What are they gonna trade for fucking Chris Stapps, Porzingis? All due respect. Hey, love Chris Stapps. Seeing him in person, ah. he's a fucking slim reaper giant. Okay, he's not the answer for you, pal. But he is, because that's probably who they're going to get. Your best shot was with C.J. McCollum, and that did not work out. They're going to get Julius Randle. How about this? Oh, I saw the light bulb. Now that I brought up C.J. McCollum, those were his best days, right? Yeah. We've seen that Zion could be potentially traded this by this Thursday. <clears throat> Send Zion to Portland where there's nothing to do. There's no, you know... Go mind your business. Don't don't fly no one out there. It's Portland. Just go hang out in the mountains. Yeah. Pelicans, go get Damian Lillard. Pair him back up with C.J. McCollum in New Orleans. Holy shit. You got C.J. McCollum, Damian Lillard, Brandon Ingram. Go get the fucking Hall. Give up the Hall. Go get Zion. And you got Valanciunas. I don't know who what? I don't know who else is in Portland, but uh, I have no idea who's in Portland. But build him. build around Zion. Zion will look clean in that Blazer uniform. Actually, I think um, no, <laughs> that's it. That's it. Where are you gonna get to there? I don't know. It just bloop. All right. All right. So <laughs> Zion in Portland. Okay. No hey, more baby mama drama. That's okay. What's, that's what's going to happen. Man. I know. Uh, I can picture the new logos now. Just PDX. That's the airport code. They can put that right on the jersey. Too. Well, there it is. Sorry, I had to bring that joke back from five minutes ago. Oh, I, I, I hate to say it, but they already they already have it. They got that on their freaking jerseys. Off. I know you looked it up, you bastard. I did that's look it up. <laughs> I did. I, I was a cheater. <laughs> on Cheaters got to cheat, man. Cheaters got to cheat. Uh, don't I'm pull doing up, research. Don't, don't pull up your burners. <laughs> oh, that's what you get. You, you got him scared. That's what you got get. Scared about the burners. He said, "Oh, Carver's fuck. a bitch." <laughs> oh, fuck. My hands are getting hot with the burner counts. <laughs> I got rid of the burner counts. I did. I, hey, moving well, I on. Bored. We're getting better. I got bored. We're getting better. Um, got to be nicer to my fellow man. Here we are. So Zion of Portland. Uh, other NBA news: John Morant gets uh, 25 games. This breaks my heart. You know Can what? I tell you really quick. Yeah, what lead the segment. Go ahead. So, like six months ago, I said, you know what? Everybody's always talking about these basketball players. I'm just going to start googling basketball players and see like who I should be know more about, right? Mm-hmm. And I come across this guy, Jay Morant. Ja, who's Jay Morant? And it's you know who's this guy? His name it's kind of <laughs> spelled is J- Ja Ja Morant. I'm like, Jeez. it's kind of spelled like my name, right? It's got a rant in there. Like I could maybe get, and then I read. Um, oh, never mind. I was disappointed. I was like, oh, this could be the could be my guy. His name's kind of like mine, and then no, he's a jerk. <laughs> so, so I give him the benefit of that one one video. Like I think it was the second video. He probably shouldn't have posted it, but he in no. this one he didn't do. Hit the gun he had <laughs> was a lighter. He's lighting up candles. <laughs> but just don't buy a gun lighter. Don't, yeah. Just get a pick. 
Get a really nice one. Get a like a five hundred dollar lighter at the cigar store. Get a Zippo. Get her. Get one. You got money. They'll come and put the stuff in it for you. <laughs> just don't buy that. You're right. It's a but bad idea. All the other incidents, like you, you, I think you brought them up last week. David Stern would have fucking suspended him for yeah. like two years. Just, yeah. And so, I actually think they would have sat down with the student and said, "Listen, man, you could be a like they." He they, did. Adam Silver did. He I don't think Adam Silver lied to his face. Know, he didn't just didn't do a good enough also, job. Also, what I will say, if it was lighter, why not make that known? Be like, oh, shit, my oh. bad. Look at this. It's a lighter. That's it. You want to fix his But obviously, uh, there was more that happened with him. Yes. <laughs> a few uh, more things. Well, so he yeah. beat, he beat up a 17-year-old kid yeah. mul- multiple occasions. Uh, had the red dots pointed at uh, at the Pacers team on the bus. Um, you know the this situation. Was, this is your favorite basketball player. It could have been. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm still looking. It's just it is disappointing because he he was going to be the guy. He was going to be the face of American basketball. Him and Zion. I mean, we, we talked about it last week, but. I don't think twenty five was enough, man. You done messed up. But now let's see let let's see what he does, right? Kinda gets off the hook. Let's see what he does with this opportunity. If he fucks it up again, then I think Adam no Silver will lay a smackdown on him. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, that's why we need Draymond Green to go in there and smack everybody in the mouth. Maybe that should Get just be right. his job. He just walks around smacking people in the league that need a good smack. That's it. <laughs> just an advisor. He's just he's like a basketball player advisor. All right, get in he the office. get in all the sports. Come There's a lot of guys in a lot of leagues that deserve a slap in the face. What are you doing? Well, normally this segment here, we like to give uh, the good fine people at home some money. So here I would normally say spread the bread, and this clip would play. So should I play it? Go ahead. Okay. Yeah, this clip. There it goes. That clip will play, but um, I know at the bottom of the screen it said uh, something. I can't. I couldn't understand what it said. I don't think any of us here understood what I, it, it said either. Gone. I forgot. I what can't it said. read. Um, and the wall behind Brother Bren is a little blank. Beautiful brick. Uh, so unfortunately, uh, we're in the, we're in the dead time of the, of the year. There's nothing to even gamble on. Gamble on. We have baseball, but I like I said last week. I don't watch until July. Yeah, but it's 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 a tough watch. Back to the blank wall, though. It's blank for now, but it ain't gonna be blank for long. Oh yeah, we got something up our sleeves here. And for those that listen in on Apple Pod and Spotify, um, let's go to the YouTube and see what we're talking about. <laughs> that's all I can say about that. Oh, that's it? Yeah, just, just imagine, okay? That's it. For the... I'm excited about the future. Future's bright. No, you told me a little about what's coming. I, I It's exciting. Good opportunity for everyone. Future's bright, future's so brother. bright, you got to wear shades. That's right. Um, we'll make that announcement uh, within the week. 
It's time for us to start winning daily, boys. That's all I got to say about that. We're sick of the L's. It's time for us to win on a daily basis. Eating dubs, as Jameis would say. Um, so yeah, we got that coming up. Uh, next couple of weeks, we're going to have to figure out what the fuck to talk about. Oh, I want to make this known right now for all of our listeners at home. Uh, July 3rd? That's Monday? Yes. No show. No show. No show. Going to celebrate America. America. <clears throat> also, I'll, I'll be out of town. That's another reason. Oh, well, Shout out, America. We're going to be off. America! Um, but we, we'll be back here next week for sure. Uh, so stay tuned on our socials at tanktalk underscore pod. Uh, we're going to have some breaking news soon. Uh, in terms of how we're going to win on a daily basis, hmm, what does that mean? Something new for spread the bread. Put two and two together, folks. The bread will still get spread, but just in a different way. It's not today. We ran out of the there's, loaf. There's nothing to talk. There's no. There's nothing to spread. Hey, not not with butter. We have the but bread. Not with jam. But there's literally no spreads. There's no there's, jam. There's no. No, no, no. We're getting the jam. Besides PGA and MLS, no, no, no. there's nothing to bet right now. When's Messi playing? I'll bet on him. Uh, I don't know. Actually, I haven't even paid attention to when he starts yet. <clears throat> I think it's another. It's a little bit. We'll have to keep an eye on it. It's already sold out. Um, stay in tune with everything Tank Talk at Tank Talk underscore Pod on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, and anywhere else you would like to follow us. We're on there probably. Probably. Maybe uh. BBC. Maybe a Discord BP. BICP. BICBP dash radio dot See, I would love to plug it, right? Yeah. I've been wanting to since day one. I it always I always screwed up. A B C D. Just tune into the network. EFG. Shout out Matt Johnson. Yep. Running this whole thing here. Yeah, Matt does a great job for a lot of different people. Got a lot of us started on our journeys, and I just actually talked to him today because I've Got another podcast starting in the room next door. I start working on that. Oh, yeah. We're all busy. We're all doing well, so everybody keep uh, keep pushing away. Hey, fellow Colts fan as well. We're going to the yeah, home Yeah, that should opener. be exciting. I like that. He broke some news with me this morning. We're going to get a little little uh, field or stadium tour. Oh, that's oh. cool. Oh, okay. I'm about I like to, stadium tours. I'm about to reenact Andrew Luck's touchdown against the Chiefs in that wild card game. A little dive in the end zone. Don't don't break nothing though. It'll be worth. Um, um probably not. Well, so we'll have to wait and see once uh, week one rolls around. Uh, next week we'll be here, like I mentioned, maybe some uh, some more Golden Knights and hockey talk, huh? Stay on the lookout for that. What am I talking about? You have to tell you. Can tune into the socials and hang around and see what, what the hell we're we're talking about. Well, we're Did up. You take to. a look at that roster. They have a solid roster. Golden Knights? Yeah. That's a good roster. Like, but they, they even they had a roster. They had a good too. roster the first year because of the way the hockey does that goofy draft. So they were able <laughs> yeah. to grab. They had like a really well, That's going to be the Braves team. next. Yeah, like, well, I mean, that's, I can't wait for that. Yeah. Um, I just want Steven Adams, okay? That's we're, it. we're still bringing in sponsors. Obviously, the wall is blank. The other wall is blank. We got these cubbies here. Breaking news, too. We're, we're up to something that emerged, too. We're 
We might be in a new space by uh, football season. I, hopefully by uh, late July we'll be we'll be down there ready to go. Oh, that's got, down, got, huh? down where? Down uh, down in the uh, Bayou. In, in down uh, down down south a little bit from the current location. Mm-hmm. Um, I just got a couple. I need a couple checks to come in to buy a few more pieces of equipment for you boys. I didn't even tell you yet. No, I'm out the loop. All right, we'll we'll tell you when we get off here. Um, a lot happening. And I like I told Tim earlier, me and Maranto going out to see Nick again in uh, Chicago this week. Give him, give him his beer back. Yeah, give him the. Have to bring a cooler. Got to bring his bull light to him. They probably don't I can't sell believe that in Chicago. Tim said, "Listen here, I'm gonna <laughs> re-gift it right back to him." That's right. Take this shit back. Wow. With all due respect, um, re-gift is crazy. Yeah, so we got a lot going on, and it, it's all good shit. It really is. Can't thank you all enough. It's all because of you fine folks listening at home, tuning in on a weekly basis. Exciting shit, man. Let's Exciting go. Shit. The future is bright. So with that being said, follow us everywhere at Tank Talk underscore pod, and we shall see you next week.